Girls and Boys and Girls Club of All Ages. It's the We Are Adult Show, brought by Hobbyhead Productions. I'm your host, Sean. Post-Halloween, Danny, how are you, man? You mean, um, pre, pre-Christmas? Pre-Christmas? Does anybody have Christmas lights up yet? If you do, I'm going to hit you with the t- uh, soap bar with the tube sock. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, I kind of understand why they, like, retail establishments are trying to stretch out the window of buying things. It's kind of like how uh, they don't just have Oktoberfest beers uh, starting for sale on, like, September 1st when it's officially, like, you know, since it's officially celebrated in September mm-hmm. in Germany, where they started it, which, again, why they call it Oktoberfest, I don't know, but whatever. Point being, you want as much opportunity. So, like, normally in the past, like, you'd go to Target, and it's, like, leading up a couple days before Halloween, they'd kind of slowly start phasing out the Halloween as, like, stuff starts being sold. Dude, it was, like, October, like, 5th, and they're already starting to put Christmas stuff up for sale. Yeah, there's, like, shit all over the place already. Like, this was, like, weeks ago. It was, like, it was like Halloween's up, and it's, like, here's our seasonal area after we could condense it into, you know, in, into one less lane. It's time to start putting up Christmas. It's, like, Christmas starts going up in the extra lane. Like, yeah, we don't have yeah. any, uh, we ain't got shit coming in. My wife was all excited last weekend because they officially made the announcement on Coast 103.5 the harbinger of, se- of seasons to come the officially starting this weekend um no they're they're playing christmas music already no they're switching over to full-time christmas music starting this weekend oh my god like literally the first weekend of november curse you I, all the all the grocery stores and department stores are like let's tune in Oh my god, dude. Like, I worked retail for a handful of years before I started working at UPS, and I still, like, there's a handful of Christmas songs that I just refuse to ever want to listen to again. And they're <laughs> tend to be, the most, of course, the most popular, and so she's like, why don't you like Christmas music? And I'm like, PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen things, man. I've seen things. I've seen some shit. Motherfucker. Nothing, nothing ruins uh, grandma getting run over by a reindeer than getting yelled at by some customer because they don't, you don't have like the shit that, you know, in stock, like the very last day of the sale that was like sold out almost immediately because all the old people like lined up an hour before the store opened the day the sale started to run the store of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah. Somebody made a. I, I sent it to my wife. Somebody made a, a chainsaw man video meme. Yeah. And I, I, I get it must be from the new episode because I'm one episode behind. But it's basically like the two dudes, and someone's like pounding on the door, and it's like, oh god, she's here already. Like it's a devil. It's the it's a devil. And then they and then the, the door kicks open and it's Mariah Carey singing all about Christmas issue. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. Dude, that the uh the intro song is so fucking catchy. It's just I love the chaoticness of Chainsaw Man because it's like just the way like everybody's just like kind of like somewhat selfish, somewhat not selfish, the weird crudeness. 
like the weird storytelling like everything is just beautifully stitched together like it just it just makes me uh just makes me love it so there's been another reddit debate fueled by partially by chainsaw man yeah how like before it was about how and you know the our anime subreddit or just the anime community hypes up a show then the show comes out and they're like oh, it's not as good as i thought it was and then a couple episodes in are like wait this anime is trash why are, why are you even wanting to watch it if you watch it you're trash it's like dude look at your post like a month ago you were like freaking out to watch it right. um but now so they're ta- comparing the main character of chainsaw man why it's okay for him to be a pervert and just want to touch boobs and I'm I can't I'm not sure exactly who the character is based on uh, but based on like context clues I think he's a teacher at from My Hero Academy Academia who's also pervert he's like a little short dude no that's another student with like oh, the ball, student, like uh, the balls on his head I think so I'm not yeah but I thought it, they made it seem like he was a teacher because somebody made a meme basically like how why it's okay for the Chainsaw Man to be a like kind of a pervert because he's like basically lacked like social interaction pretty much most of his life and he's you know <laughs> right um like he's not but even even though he wants to touch boobs he's not just randomly grabbing boobs right yeah versus the other guy that's like you know grew up in a society and has like made multiple like inappropriate comments to students and up to and including like grabbing without permission like yeah, the, the dude from Chainsaw Man might be a pervert, but at least he's not, like, committing sexual assault. Like, there's a huge difference. That's why it's more okay for him than the other dude. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. Keep your, keep your perverted thoughts and hands to yourself. It's <laughs> kind of the rule that he's following, even though he doesn't know that that's the rule you should follow, because he grew up living with just a chainsaw dog. Yeah, he doesn't know better. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. Exactly. Dude. He's like borderline feral at this point, right? He is. A, he's like feral child, with that kills demons. That went and was killing demons. <laughs> I still think my my favorite was when he when the dude like was supposed to escort him on the first mission, and he's like starts kicking his ass trying to get him to quit the team. And he's like, "Look, dude, when I fight, I go straight for the dick." <laughs> <laughs> And he kicks him in the balls. Yes. And so he's down. And then he, like, the guy gets up and gets a second win. And he, like, puts his fists up like he's going to block his face. Kicks right in the nuts again. And he's like, you didn't lie. <laughs> and even my wife watching it, she was like, oh, that that could not have felt good. Pain. Urgh. <laughs> So my, I think that'll be my favorite moment from the anime. I don't think anything will top that. Just, the, just the sheer like, disbel- the guy didn't believe him enough to like where he thought he was going to fight fair. Yeah, it's right to the dick again. Right. He's like, I told you. Right in the penis. Oh, right. Man, speaking of right in the penis, penis, Sean, what are you drinking? America, the fruitful sour ale by Wildworks Brewing. This is a beer with uh, banana, cherry, blueberry, vanilla, and natural flavors. I know I did quotes, but you know, I just feel like whenever like a description just ends with like 
natural flavors. It's like, what is natural flavors? You know, right? Did you see some of the sciency stuff where they like use random like wood or something like that to give you like a certain flavor that's supposed to be like a fruit, and it's like, oh, we just used the bark off this tree. That's natural, right? <laughs> Teabag your beer for saltiness. It's. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's true or not. I can't remember what brewery it is, but it was like uh, one of the European ones. But there was like rumors or stories going around that the dude would just sit in the the feuder 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 Yeah. Thinks like it's like a hot tub, and just that would be like part of the the natural yeast that got into the beer to help uh, ferment it. Oh God. <laughs> He was some young guy. <laughs> Why would they allow this? Oh my god! Well, I mean, he's the brewer. I it's his brewery. So. He owns it. It's natural flavors. <laughs> A little bit of me in every drink. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the APV is on this. I can't find it. It's a pint though. Or a 5.8%. It's a uh, it's it's uh got good puckerness to it. You won't be uh looking for too much water for this salty sourness, but it's nice. It's nice and pleasant. I don't know about the banana, but you definitely get I definitely get the blueberry and cherry. I think banana is like a weird flavor to add to beer. It depends, and it depends on how you do it. Some places, a lot of places, either do like an extract, or they'll add like the um, the banana chips. Mm -hmm. um, everywhere they went a little ballsy. Out in uh, Orange, they did like a. Um, it was a banana Foster, I think it was the beer. It was like probably one of my the, a stout that my wife even loved to the point where like when I got my taster of it, she did. Pulled it away from me and it was like mine. Mm -hmm. But they used real banana in there. And I guess he, the guy was telling me, the guy that runs the uh, tap room floor area, he was telling me that uh, they had a customer complain because like one of the, her poor had like a couple chunks of banana in it. And it, he kind of, he kind of, without like, without sounding quite dickish, he went full um, um, courage, the cowardly dog meme. <laughs> it's a banana, it's banana beer. There's going to be bananas in it. <laughs> and the cow farm. There's gonna be cows outside. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> There's cows out there. <laughs> oh, terrible, man! Terrible, terrible. Danny, before your beer, I just want to let. I don't know if anybody knows this, but. I live by Philadelphia. City of brotherly shot. hate. Yes. Guess who's in the fucking World Series? Oh, that's right. The Phillies. So, did you see um, the annual tradition before they like before they beat the Padres? What? To start start like people from like getting too reckless. They uh they literally have people out there lubing the up big city. The, yeah, lubing up the uh, street poles. Greasing up the street poles so people can't climb them like like squirrels, like they people do with their bird feeders for squirrels. 
<laughs> yes. So there is a re- somebody did a remake of Robin's song "Dancing on My Own," which guilty pleasure song. I do love Robin's version of "Dancing on My Own." So this is like the Phillies fucking theme song for the playoffs. I guess I I don't know. Um, I swear to God. If I hear this fucking song one more fucking time, I'm going to go buy Astro's gear and just fucking wear it to work. <laughs> Especially when I get back up from my vacation if the Astros win the World Series. I'm day one. I'm going to walk in with a fucking Astro's shirt. I cannot take it. Why do we have to listen to this song on repeat so much? Oh man! I mean, at least it's a song you like. It could be worse. I mean, there's like, like bands that have, I mean, like uh, teams that have picked some pretty like out there songs for their song, and then like they'll get like hockey teams will get like the whole crowd sing the song. I don't want them so, like, to ruin my song though. They're like they're trying to ruin my song. I feel like this is a the Phillies are personally attacking me. That's how I feel right now. <laughs> as well, you should. I mean, as as a white man with a beard and a podcast, you definitely are oppressed. I am oppressed. <laughs> we need to give a voice to the voiceless, Sean. Speak up! Don't be! Don't be! Don't be scared! Speak up! Stop playing my song! Stop playing the remixed version that has a different person singing it! Stop playing it a thousand times at work! Just stop. I'm I'm done. I'm literally, I'm 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 re- I'm getting ready to switch my baseball gear to Astros after this shenanigans. I'll be the number one most hated person if the Astros, especially if the Astros win. I'll be the number one hated person at work already. So even more so. Even more so. Even more so. I mean, because you know you're, you're, you. I mean, you wear green on Sundays, just a different shade of green and other colors that don't fit in. Yeah, I just tell people they wear the the wrong color green. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off my soapbox, Danny. What are you drinking, man? So I'm going against my normal style. I forgot, like to the point where, like, I forgot I had this in the fridge. I was getting ready to go to a uh, Halloween party. Yeah. And so I was just packing up some beers and stuff, and I take grab a bunch of cans of all the Pilsners and Oktoberfests and stuff that I have, mm-hmm. and tucked away like the last time from the last time I went to uh, brewery friends of the show Solaris. I had I bought one can of a beer that had released the day I went. It is Innerspace. It is a hazy double IPA with peacherine and citra hops. Ooh, how nice! So it says, the Hazy Double IPA Whirlpool with Idaho 7 and Citra Incognito, and heavily dry-hopped exclusively with freestyle peacherine hops, oh. which they're just going off. I mean, at this point now, like, the hop industry is, like, running out of names and words and shit. Like, is there a difference between, like, standard peacherine hops and freestyle? Like, Triple they, X like, hop. Like Over the regular 30%, green hops. 30% acid for your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, do the normal peacherine hops like write down the words to everything they're going to say versus the freestyle ones where they just show up and tell some tell the producer to drop a beat? 
<laughs> oh man so this brand new experimental hops bring huge brings huge flavors of nectarine plum white grapefruit and all the tropical stone fruit you could ask for hold on hold on not uh, great not grapefruit white grapefruit just to make sure we're clear this experimental beer has white grapefruit taste not grapefruit check yourself yes. check your privilege it's the, the most privileged of all grapefruits. <laughs> it's not just standardized grapefruit. Get that shit out of here. Continue. But they just keep gentrifying our fruit, man. <laughs> oh, man. So, and all the tropical stone fruit you can ask for. Aromatics leap from the glass as you approach to sip this juicy delight. Finish is semi-sweet, soft, and silky with light tannins and a pillowy. Every beer nerd's favorite word, Sean. Mouthfeel. Mouthfeel. And then I'm supposed to be listening to The Fabulous Three by The White Sands Part 1 from 2009. Hmm. So, in the spirit, Sean, I had to do it. You had to do it? I didn't know, I didn't know, I didn't know how the opening of our show would go, but it's extra appropriate <laughs> considering the glass I chose today. <laughs> I chose from the Beer Zombies his Christmas Carol themed. I mean, uh, not Christmas Carol. Uh, Christmas vacation themed glass. You are part of you are part of the problem, Daniel. Over here, fucking drinking beer out of Christmas glasses. It's fucking November third. I quit. Okay, I quit this. Dude, that is. There's a light hop to it, and it's light hoppiness to it, just enough to let you know that it's an IPA, not enough to like make you lose your taste buds for the rest of the day. I mean, it's not like palate wrecker. Yeah. From Green Flash, back before they were ruined by uh, themselves. Um, but then, uh, dude, it does. It's just, it's very nice. It's got like an, it's not hazy. Like sometimes you get that weird, like chalky, almost hazy IPA taste and feel when you drink a hazy. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Or the, the hop, the hop schmear. As uh, they say, where like they just throw so much hops in there, like you can't taste any individual hop. You just know that it's all the hop. You just taste like all the hops at once. Which I brought that up when I was on the King's Drum podcast, and that ended up being the name of the episode. They always <laughs> pick a line from the show to title the episode, and so the name of the episode I was on was Hop Schmear. Hop Schmear. Hop Schmear. <laughs> oh man, like. I'm not an IPA guy necessarily, but every once in a while, if it's palatable by me, I will enjoy one. And this is yeah. this is a pretty solid, taste delicious IPA. Yeah. Another successful beer by Solaris, which it's a good thing to keep making successful beers, Sean, because I already it's already been a year, so I had to re up my uh, membership. You got that gold jacket. membership, and they went and they did the original. Well, they made some changes because apparently, I guess some people had issues. Mm -hmm. Or are having issues. Like, it's almost the end of the year and we still haven't gotten our shirt yet. Ooh, not good. But we'll get it. I have faith because we still haven't had our final event yet either. Mm. But, um... That's fair. Um, so you had to, like, they made it, like, um, they professionally upgraded their website oh. so that you had to, like, make an account to uh, buy the membership. And they, they followed the original old-school Disney... Season pass um, pricing model, where if you're renewing, 
Yeah. You have a certain amount of, you had like a couple weeks to renew it at last year's price. And then if people didn't renew, they're either, they're like, they already had plans to open up 50 new spots anyways. Cause I think there was originally only 50. So bumping it up to a hundred. And then if anybody didn't renew, then everybody else would pay any, all new members would pay 300. Damn. That is expensive. And so then I guess next year I'll probably have to pay 300 if I want to renew and then everyone else will pay more. We'll see. But that seems to be the Good. that's the pattern how Disney that's the pattern how Disney used to do it for their uh, season pass when they had the annual passes before they became the gold keys or whatever they're called now. <laughs> You're just gonna get up to a thousand dollars for the Spear Club, twelve hundred, hundred dollars a month. Yeah, but look at how much I'm saving. It'd be ridiculous not to. <laughs> like, uh, I was bored at work. I hope you get and... like at least like five bombers a month, man, to help drive the <sighs> drive the cost down for it. Well. I guess like it would be more beneficial if I lived closer to the brewery. Mm. That's fair because you get member you get discounts on the beers and stuff. Mm. I'll um, get my weekly discounts. Yes, <laughs> man. But uh, I was bored at work last week, and I was looking around, and I came across. I was just looking at like bases, even though I haven't. I told myself I wasn't going to buy a base until I finished the book that I'm working on. Yeah. Of learning how to play the bass, or at least be becoming semi decent at it, and then I saw a bass where some they like, and so there's like basses made in like different countries, and there's basses that are made in like in U.S. Like same thing with guitars, mm-hmm. and the ones in the U.S. are definitely like handmade and like with like fancy woods and all this stuff, and they come with like paperwork to show you like like a birth certificate basically to tell you what it's made out of and where <laughs> it's been made, and so. The, the base company that I have my first base from, I was just kind of looking at their bases when I came across one online that was uh, basically cons- marked as like an imperfect because it had like a a little like knot, like you can see the knot from the tree in the headstock. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's like almost, ha- it's like half price. Like how, I'm like, I'd be an idiot not to buy it. Like how much money I'm saving. That's kind of a fucking <laughs> weird knock. Like, hey. We used all this fucking time and labor, but there's a knot in the guitar, so fuck it, fifty percent off. Pretty much, and I and when I I went down there to pick it up, I picked it up, and the guy was like, "Yeah." The person that originally bought it like looked at it, and he was like, "Yeah, I can't play this." He's like, "I'll just be staring at the whole time that I'm playing; it'll distract me, and it's gonna hurt the resale value." And so, fuck it. Yeah. And I hit up friend of the show, Man Thing, and I'm like, "Is are American-made musical instruments worth like being double the price of a, the, uh, the same instrument being made like in a different country?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I sent him the link to the base, and he was like, "Yes, they are. And if you can get that, do it." So I ended up like buying like a fifteen hundred dollar base. Oh, for like half price? No, no. Oh, oh. I bought a base for fifteen hundred dollars. Oh, Jesus. I have to work more overtime. <laughs> yeah, I need to start going on Saturdays now again. <laughs> Good thing Christmas season's around the corner. Gotta, I know, man. Gotta pay off my beer, waifu, and base bills. <laughs> oh, Thanks. and and cars. I forgot your cars. Diecast cars. Oh, and hats. Yeah, and your hats. You you did do some damage on the hats this year, man. They're pretty good hats. And Legos. Yeah. Yes. Man, it's the year of the Danny this year, man. 2022, year of the Danny. That's why I don't have kids, because I like <laughs> stuff. I'm selfish. 
Dude, I was I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> I was watching a comedian and he was like he's like when I when we were growing up all the adults looked like they had a ter- terrible time. Now that we're adults it's like it switched. He's like, you know, we're out here playing Xbox drinking drinking and smoking pot. The kids are all stressed out on and on prescription medicine. <laughs> Yeah, I thought somebody made the point on Reddit a while ago, and it's like, you know, I always wondered what job my like rich aunt had, and then I realized she wasn't rich; she just didn't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm kind of taking that role for my nieces and nephews. Oh, uh, we're the rich aunt and uncle. Speaking of music, I've I don't know why, but this I keep getting. I was I kept getting this ad. For this musician guy, and he's just like, "Do you like country? You don't. No, I mean real country, not that pop shit. Everybody hates music or hates a uh, con- pop country music. All about that twang. He's like, you know what it's all about? It's all about that goth country. Danny, have you ever listened to goth country? No, but I have seen one where there were two guys that were like." Me, I used to be in a band that sounded like this, and it was like him playing guitar, like with the chugga chugga chuggas. Mm-hmm. And then he's another guy's like, I used to be in a band that sounded like this, and he would sing, and it was like uh, screamo basically. Yeah, it's like now we formed a country band, it's the first metal country band in the world. <laughs> so I got sucked, I finally found a band that has sort of got my attention a little bit. It's called Poor Man's Poison. So, poor man's poison. Um, very, you know, because music can't be political. Political <laughs> music. But it's definitely, like, much more darker. But it feels like, it almost feels like it's it's just as hard and, and twangy as, like, I would imagine, like, I compare it to, like, the Pogues or, or, um, or, um, what's it called? kind of like flogging molly maybe a little bit more darker lyric like you know how he talks about like in flogging molly and some of the songs they talk about you know the irish famines and stuff like that it's like the same concept but it's not like irish problems it's like you know redneck i wouldn't say redneck some of the songs are tight it's some i guess redneck like one of them's like um talk about like uh how like one the of the redneck version of the potato famine yeah something like that and then there was like one about feeding the poor to the machine uh because you know i'm sure i'm sure the machine is the you know the government and rich people and stuff but you know i don't want people to get offended uh, it's not brooke kreischer the comedian <laughs> i am the machine I am the machine yeah i don't want people to get confused i know they were very confused when uh they learned about rage against the machine <laughs> political all of a sudden like they put out all, like all those years they put out music and they they broke up for years and not put out one album for decades almost and then all of a sudden they got political out of nowhere yeah yeah so so oh. i would say hit up a couple of their songs man I, it's pretty it's pretty fun pretty good listening to i like it a little different i'm, I'm gonna go, i'm gonna go see uh along those lines that reminds me i'm gonna go next week i'll have a recap but i'm going to see a weekend punk festival Oh, slash beer festival. Nice. And one of the headline, one of the day's headliners is uh, Dropkick Murphys. 
Ooh, nice. Are you shipping up to Boston? Hey. Dude, that is like, like a really good and terrible song at the same time. Yes, it is. Like it is simultaneously like the best song and the worst song ever. Like musically, that song is amazing. I just wish it would have stayed an instrumental because like, like the the bagpipes and everything just kicks in and that song is really good. And then it's just like they just keep yelling, not even singing, but yelling the same lines over and over again. Yeah. For however long the song is. Like, can you just can you just make that instrumental, please? Like they did in um The Departed. <laughs> so this will be my second time second time seeing Dropkick, actually. I saw them probably it's been close to ten years ago now with Mighty Mighty Boston's. <laughs> oh, and the Vandals. Hmm. But yeah, so it'll be a, it's supposed to be a good show. There's a lot of bands playing, a lot of beer. I already like I hit up the other beer, the other brewery membership of everywhere, and they have a members only Discord channel. Oh, nice. Like, is anybody really going to be there this weekend? And like the owner replied back, "We're going to be pouring." And so the tap and the tap room guys like hit us up, come by. I'm out. Like he was like, uh, like we'll be there. And I'm like, I'll be stopping by. And he's like, Well, hit us up. And I'm like, I will. Oh. Hello, I'm that one guy on Facebook, Instagram that said hi. You said hi back to me. Well, we're here. Like, what? What do we do now? This, oh, this actually, more. I'm, it's more like, hi, I'm that guy on our private Discord channel that I had to pay money to get into because <laughs> it's members only. And so the funny thing is, is the guy at everywhere who's the tap room, like he runs the front of house. Mm -hmm. Like, he's like, there's like five owners, and he so he's one of the five owners, and he's in charge of front of house yep. operations. Mm -hmm. Um, when he was at Radiant, he had to yell at me because I parked in a no park, like I parked too close to a no parking zone. Oh. Will a bitch ass that's driving a Mazda please fucking move your car? You're a little bit too close to the no yeah, parking you, area. That was a safe call because I do have two cars that are both a Mazda. <laughs> Senpai notice us. Senpai! Because you have two Mazdas as well, don't you? Still. Yes. Yes. I'm on my third. So we're, I'm on my third Mazda. A repeat buyer. Oh, I'm my on my third. Counting the wives, I'm, it's my third Mazda as well, technically, I guess. But yes. Because <laughs> I had a Mazda in 1989 that had the coolest feature ever. And whenever I bring it up to people, mm -hmm. first of all, they're like, that didn't exist. They think I'm lying. And then when they, <laughs> but then when they think about it, they're like, that is pretty amazing. Yeah. And I thought it was like a, um, a modification a self like a person modified it and i asked and i looked around and it was actually an, a feature offered on the car okay but the center the center vents mm -hmm. you pushed a button and they oscillated nice so it was a the mazda 626 before they became the mazda sixes ah gotcha it was a 19 1989 hmm. and it's like you never have to worry about like people in the back seat i can't feel the vents <laughs> <laughs> yes it was pretty amazing i wish more cars had that but they probably also realized that it was an extra expense they didn't need there man so speaking of extra expenses sean yeah. oh god damn dude that was a that was smooth like butter so <laughs> at like as we're either at like as we're recording or like right after we finished recording last week's episode it was officially announced that elon musk owns twitter yes and he made his first move by basically firing everybody yeah like all the board members yep except 
they all had like all of them had like closet in their contract that they were owed still owed like their whole salary basically or a big chunk of it if they got fired <laughs> so he fired like it was like 10 people or something like that and he owed them like between the 10 of them like 44 million dollars or something ridiculous <laughs> oh man so but then um he announced that he wants to let people just like pay to get check marks the little blue check mark by your name is mm-hmm. supposed to verify that you're like who you claim to be that seems and... like a good idea and so he put that he's going to want to charge $20 for it. And Stephen King's like, fuck that. If, if, if I have to pay $20 to get a little blue check by my name, I'm out. Mm-hmm. And to what Elon Musk, the businessman he is, negotiated in public on Twitter. Well, if you don't want to pay 20 would would 8 be okay? <laughs> oh, my God, man. He's got to get money back for all these... All this money. That's what he said. He's like, I, it's not going to be paid for by advertising alone. And it's like, wait, then why did you buy it? Like, if you thought Twitter was profitable without charging people a subscription, because he wants to charge $8 a month to give anybody that pays $8 a month the blue dot, which, wow. just imagine all the bots claiming to be, like, different celebrities and they actually have a blue dot by their name. Is he trying to shut down Twitter? That's the That's the... The long con? Like, kind of the weird, like, the weird conspiracy theory that the long con is that, like, basically, like, they, you know, and the other thing that he's doing is, like, he's, you know, of course, talking about how there's going to be no, uh, no censorship. Like, Con- he brought Kanye-, Kanye back, and I don't know if he has official yet or not, but Trump was mentioned a bunch. Yeah. And, like, he, he was like, if I had a nickel for every time somebody asked me if, uh, if I'm bringing Trump back to Twitter, I'd be a millionaire to where someone replied, um, what do you mean? You already were. Dumbass. And not so, very good at math. <laughs> like AOC kind of like called him out about that whole like blue check mark thing and he got all sad at her and apparently he's like disabled her notifications and possibly even bought, banned her from Twitter or blocked her at least. Jeez. And so it's like, wait, I thought I thought you said no uh no censorship on Twitter anymore. And oh. oh unless it unless it makes you sad personally. Oh poor Elon Kind of like how when they made when they first made Parlor, and also the conservative subreddits are like some of the most heavily moderated and like banning like fastest banning places around. If you go in there and say something that doesn't line up with the conservative philosophy, they're like out, get out. So I thought it was pretty funny. Where it's like we are a group of you know on Reddit. I saw someone made took a screenshot. And it was like we are you know anti censorship, pro free speech. This and that, and then the top post was like the top handful of posts were all uh, flared conservative only. <laughs> like only approved users could hawk in those yeah. posts. So it'll be interesting to see, man, like what's going on with uh, Twitter. I know a lot of people said they're like claimed they've already left there. So basically, it's just going to be like weird. Like the fringe will be on there, like the like even more so than they are now. The far right and the weird, the weird far right and the weird far left. Yeah. Just getting offended at each other's stuff. I gotta own them libs. And then the libs will say something and it's like, oh, ban them, they made me sad. Mm-hmm. Ah, we made them sad. Oh, they made me sad. <laughs> so, a never-ending cycle of people just being sad and wanting to be banned and then banned. <laughs> oh, oh, man. So, did you watch the video I sent you, Sean? I know we're not a sports ball podcast. But this kind of pertains to us a little bit of 
the NASCAR race? You know, there was something I knew I was I meant to do today. The thirty second clip that I said I went the, the one where I intentionally went and found like the shortest one because I knew you wouldn't watch anything more than a couple minutes long. So I found one that was like a minute and a half <laughs> that just basically boiled down the whole t- point of Dale, what I wanted Dale, to talk about. Dale Jr. still races. No, he's an announcer. Ah, uh, that would that would make sense. So basically, this next weekend coming up, the day you listen to this, or after you listen to this the NASCAR championship will be decided. So like they're like this last weekend's race, they narrowed it down to just the final four. Mm-hmm. And so basically the guy in the number one car, Ross Chastain had to finish ahead of the number 11 car. Yep. And going into like the last lap, he was behind him. He was like one, the number 11 was in fifth place and the number one was in 10th place. And cool. so the guy just fucking went full out video game mode <laughs> and like laid out the pedal like yeah. just laid on the, like you like they have in-car cameras you can see the here his engine just rev like as high as it can yeah and he just uh, goes into turn three and just rides the wall with the pedal with the gas pedal full open yeah and ends up like beat from the finish line passing the number 11 car to make it into the final four for the championship race on uh sunday hey and so they interviewed afterwards they asked him they're like Dude, what did you even, like? What made you even try that? He's like, oh man, I used to play a shitload of NASCAR 2005 when I was younger. <laughs> That's that was my technique back then. I figured if it worked there, it should work now. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it, man. If you if you can't even get to the point, dude, it's end of the season, man. You gotta just go for it. Just fucking right. who cares? What's gonna happen? You're gonna blow the engine and, so, and not but, race next week because you're out of the playoffs. Well, he'll race. He'll race, but he just won't have a chance because everybody races, but he just won't have a chance at the championship. Yeah. So. And so the guy he passed, man, like he's just standing there, like after he gets out of the car with his like kind of hands at his waist and just watching the video replay, just looking like, dude, a man defeated. And like he was, you could tell he was pissed, but they're like, well, he's, I guess he played within the rules. And it's like, well, there's no rule that says you can't intentionally wreck your own car. Like, unless, unless you're doing it to like make a caution, like you can't intentionally spin out to cause a caution so you don't lose spots. Yeah. But there's no rule that says you can't intentionally wreck your car to try to pass somebody. Yeah, I mean, all he did was just fucking push the car to, like, engine exploding. Like, <laughs> Right, and the whole, the whole like, left side of the car was fucked up, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, they're probably not going to be able to use that car ever again, but they don't care because they have a chance at the championship, <laughs> and the other guy doesn't. What are you doing? What are you doing? No! And the best was... He's, he's like, the best he was, like, it, they're like, I... It's good. No, uh, uh, uh confusion oh but like there's like one video where they show like a montage of all the in-car cameras his and all the other people mm-hmm. and his crew was surprisingly calm he's like because it's like going into the last lap you're five spots back you got to get it he's like i got to get ahead of him he's like you got to get ahead of him and he's like say no more fam <laughs> and uh and then like they go to other, they're like like people that are like by him when he pa- like people that he passes are like is the number one right in the wall <laughs> It's like, yes, he is. Like, holy shit, I've never seen that before. <laughs> Everybody's riding the wall now. Yeah, man. It was pretty crazy. But like the fact, yeah, the fact that he was like, oh man, I tried it in NASCAR 2005 and it worked. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, you know, immediately after the, like NASCAR is seriously considering changing the rules. And it's like, why? Because it happened once. Yes. No one's ever going to try that again. And if they do, it probably might not work. True. Because you might you hit the wall at the wrong angle and like you just the wall will just stop you. Yeah. Right. 
Yes. Normally, you don't gain speed when you hit things. <laughs> no. Yeah. So, uh, sad news from the Witcher franchise, Sean. Womp, womp, womp. Before we get into the good news of the Witcher franchise, hopefully. Um, Henry Cavill announced that he is no longer going to be playing Geralt on the TV show. Might, I guess it must... It, it must interfere with his uh, Superman duties now. Also, he kind of got tired of fighting with the people making the show that knew nothing about the game or the books or anything. Mm-hmm. And so apparently, like according to industry insiders, he's had to fight multiple times to get them to like either put something into the show or not put things into the show because that's not what fucking happens. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, dude, how many of you have played the game? He raises his hand and it's like, how many people have read books? He raises his hand and they're like, so he's like, yeah, dude, like this, this shit wouldn't happen in the world. Like the fans, will, this will piss the fans off. Like we got to at least keep it somewhat like true to the source materials. So you're saying shit's going to get weird in the next uh, season. And, and they announced his replacement already. Yep. Did you see who they, they announced? Yeah. Mr. Chris Helmsworth. Somewhere. Nope. Raw. What? Um, it's still a, it's a it's a Hemsworth, but a lesser Hemsworth. Oh, which one? Liam, oh. Mister Mister Hannah Montana. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I think they're still married. I don't know if they got divorced or not, but they were married at one point. Yeah. Oh. Yes. The one from like the Hunger Games, I think. I know he was in like some of those. Like, is he gonna be able to pull off the fuck? I doubt it. I highly doubt it. Nobody, like, like, even though he was, like, it was weird how Henry Cavill could look both, like, muscular and, like, powerful and strong and also, like, looks like he hasn't had, like, a decent meal in a while. Like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) and dirty and, uh, like, he definitely fit, like, he definitely looked like somebody from that era more than Liam Hemsworth. He looks a little too pretty. Yeah. But, I mean, you were kind of right, like, a little bit right on the whole thing where, uh, Liam Hemsworth did uh, play Thor in the MCU at one point. But for one scene, the scene in um, Ragnarok at the beginning when Thor comes back and Loki's like disguised as Odin and he's watching a play retelling of like their adventures and they have Matt Damon playing Loki. Yeah, that was Liam Hemsworth uh, who was uh, filling in for the role of Thor in that fantasy play. Oh, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, that was pretty funny. Oh, hopefully we have some better Witcher news. I don't know. I did finish playing Witcher three finally. <laughs> I just took I just took a moment to just to power through the end. I was like, all right, let's just do all these main missions and shit. I was like, oh shit, I beat it. I was like, yay! I can finally say I did it. <laughs> it was a really fun story and a game to play. Like, um, I really liked following it. I did like that you had to make decisions that had outcomes, and they would tell you, um, like when Do she... the outcomes matter more than Mass Effect Three. Uh, e... I would say so. I think. Well, yeah, from a story, it's just story standpoint. Like different things happen. I don't want to. I don't want to really spoil anything, but like, you don't. You don't want to spoil a twenty-year-old video game at this point now, possibly. <laughs> that's I'm, fair. I don't know. That's fair. 
I mean, I can't I can't argue with your logic because we've spoiled plenty of other things. Yeah. So basically, like, if you do certain things, certain characters die and you have to interact with, like, the people that are alive and like those things change. So like depending on your some of your decisions and who you ally with and stuff like that. So there is a lot of like. And also, like, the long term of the game, like, some characters are more focused on certain aspects of politics. And, like, if they, if they're able to, if they stay alive, like, the country goes one way. And if some, if they die and somebody else takes over, like, the country goes a different way. So there's a lot of different things like that piece. So the witch, the Witcher, who is just somebody that's going around killing monsters, somehow ha- seems to have the most political control in the whole world. <laughs> is, is there as much is there as much banging in The Witcher as there is in Mass Effect? Uh, there's a, there's there's a there's a good amount of uh, banging opportunities in uh, Witcher Three. So yeah because like you're single you're just a you know you're just a single witcher out there man you're trying to you know find your daughter kill some monsters make a little money you know you get lonely on the road you know from the way they like talk about the witcher at least in the show like it's kind of seems like wolverine where like the actors they got to play them don't necessarily fit the description that they're supposed to be because they're both kind of described as being like not necessarily ugly, but definitely repugnant and stinky. Yeah. <laughs> and yet, banging everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in the books, like, Witcher is not an attractive person. Like, he's not, like... <laughs> he's not... And it's a... not like he's winning people over with his personality. Yeah, like... <laughs> but I'll yet, I'll beat up. banging everybody. Mm, yeah, yeah, banging on the bathroom floor. It wasn't me hanging out with Tris. It wasn't me hanging out with the the blonde wizard who I forget her name. It wasn't me. <laughs> Good times. Best. Best You're banging everybody. Best it's, it's not the worst. Banging everybody you can, all the hot chicks, all the hottest chicks in like your universe, isn't the worst of time. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I didn't play the expansion packs. I don't know if I will. There's a lot of stuff to do in that game. Like there's too much fetch quest going on. Like there's a bunch of question marks where you're supposed to go explore and stuff, and there's just way too fucking many, man. It was just like, oh my god. Like I'm already like well into like. There's too many hours. There's a lot of hours in this game. Like, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, unless, I played it for a little bit, and then I got to, like, an area where it was just, like, like, I looked at the map, and I couldn't see the city because it was so many question marks, and I'm like, I can't do this, man. <laughs> I was like, like, my ADD just, like, was like, yeah, it's too many, dude. I can't, I'm not going to go talk to all those people. I don't want to. I don't have time for this. You're like, how am I supposed to clear these? I got to go swimming in the ocean and dive looking for them? Yes. Oh, man. But overall, though, you had an enjoyable time, much better than you, we probably will next season watching not Henry Cavill play Geralt. I don't know. I haven't even finished season two. That's that's fair. Somebody, did, somebody but... is like, 
I, I'm getting ready just to just to finish it myself at this point because like I just feel I I feel like we got like two episodes left. Like why can't we just finish it? I I just tell 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 her to quit edging and let you finish. <laughs> <laughs> tell her you're getting Witcher balls. <laughs> I mean, I understand if like you had like a lot left, but two episodes, yeah, that's yeah, nothing. Yeah, so I just feel like might as well just get it over with. Like, fuck it, I get it, I get it. Like after playing the game and seeing some of the other the some of the stuff that they did, they the the show is like is very different and not pleasant compared to the story of even just the base game. Even the game of Witcher Three is is not as good as. Like, there's elements to it that make sense, but, like, some of it's just, like, super, like, odd and stuff, and I don't know, like, things just are weird, but, like, do you really just tell the Witcher? I mean, that's the thing, like, should they have just told the Witcher story? Like, why can't we just have a Witcher story where we just go watch him go and kill a bunch of fucking, uh, go hunting and stuff, you know, go hang out and train Siri and stuff like that, like... It's like, we got this. You know, weird shit going on. We're going to take Siri and make more witchers. Not even a fucking thing. I don't know. We'll see. Like, I, and I don't understand what the uh, fascination or like like the almost point of pride that people that make the TV shows have in not having one ounce of knowledge from the source material. Like, I understand, like, you don't want to, like, do like a like a literal retelling of whatever the source is, but when you don't understand the motivation or the drive of the main character or what the fans who are like basically going to be the main drivers of the show, because if 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 you make a show about something that has a, a strong fandom, like you need them to watch, but you you need like the people who aren't necessarily fans mm-hmm. to also watch because there's not enough. Like one good example is Halo. Yeah. Right. Like, you need the Halo fans to watch it so that the non-Halo fans will be like, so, is it any good? And the Halo fans will be like, oh my god, dude, they got the character down, they did this, they, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. if you get the show right, the fans will be missionaries for it. Yes. Right? They'll be, like, preaching the gospel. Getting on the soapbox, <laughs> out in a public event, you know, the the judgment day is near, the Halo, you should, you should watch Halo before Jesus comes again, kind of, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Versus, like, whatever they did, like, the people who never, like, even, like, probably didn't even know Halo was a video game that made the show. And I can't, I don't remember, I don't know what movie it is, but they just announced one of the Marvel movies. Where basically, like, they're going to do, like, make, like, make the movie, like, without, like, somehow, like, with TikTok in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I would have saved that post, but it's like... Again, although it's like they're going to experiment, it's going to be an experimental, and they're going to have like t- elements of TikTok or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, just just make the fucking character. Like that's what we want. <laughs> and if you make it good, like Guardians of the Galaxy is a prime example, right? Yeah. Like I knew people when they announced that movie, people were like, "What the fuck is this?" There's a talking tree, and I was telling people, "I'm like, look, man, if James Gunn is making it, I have I have faith in him. Let me watch the movie first, but I have faith in him that he." And then I tell people, I'm like, they're like, so did you like it? I'm like, yes. They got the characters pretty pretty much 
down pat. Like, they're not exact, but they have the attitudes from the comics, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't, they didn't stray too far. Like, he knew, he seemed to make, like, the source material. Like, he didn't shy away from it. Like, mm-hmm. I know directors have, like, told their, like, stars not to look at the source material in any way, shape, or form before, because they don't want that to shape the character. And it's like, what do you mean you don't want that to shape the character? That's who the character is. <laughs> true, true, true. So when you have, like, the star of the show telling you you're fucking it up, maybe you should listen to him as opposed to just replacing him? Nah. He's a difficult person to work with. Yes. yes. And I'm sure, I'm sure you know, also, the fact that he got Superman kind of probably helped his decision to walk away. He's like, yeah, I got, I got, I got another job. Bye. He's like, oh, James Gunn is over here. Hmm. I think I'll be all right. Yeah, yeah, James Gunn's taking Deuces. over for the whole DC stuff. Deuces. And he's gonna listen to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So speaking of people fucking up shit for the sake of like making money, let's fuck some shit up. And also kind of edging in a way. Going back to our previous edging <laughs> discussion. So my wife kind of hit me up. She's like, look, she's like, there's all these movies on Disney Plus that we haven't watched yet. She's like, I'm bored. I, I want to watch them. Are you going to watch them with me or can I just watch them by myself? And I'm like, no, no, we've, we've been busy on the weekends. We'll, we'll start wa- working through things. So we finally decided to watch the live action retelling. I'm not going to say remake, because, but retelling of Pinocchio. Pinocchio. Tell me a lie. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so, like, I was trying to figure out, like, how did they get Tom Hanks? And then as soon as the director's name popped up, and I'm like, oh, that makes perfect sense why they got Tom Hanks. <laughs> Directed by uh, Robert Zemeckis. Yes. <laughs> director of such Tom Hanks vehicles as Forrest Gump. Mm. Um, the Christmas Train movie with the hot chocolate. Yeah. Polar Express. And there's one more, but they, this is their fourth movie they've done together. If you want to get Tom Hanks, you better get the director. Don't even bother it's like, going after Tom. Yes, Mr. Thanks. <laughs> um, but um, so I had like we had we had hung out with some friends, and like um, one of them was kind of talking about the movie about how they like omitted scenes, and she wasn't happy with it and stuff, and they kind of. Hold like basically like didn't tell the story right. So we're watching it, and I'm waiting. Like one of the things she said they didn't do was like um they didn't do the whole like uh pleasure village thing mm-hmm. where like they all all the kids turn into donkeys. Yeah, and like but they did. And um, you know, at the end of like the the animation, the original movie, he you know obviously turns into a real boy. Like the blue fairy shows up, turns him into a real boy. Mm-hmm. Like the only, um, like that, like, like the one thing they did change was they kind of gave it the inception ending. <laughs> Where did he or didn't he turn into a real boy? We don't know. That's up. That's exactly. And so it's longer than the original. So they had to add stuff, of course. Um, another character, they got, you know, they have, um, can't think of his name off the top of my head, but he played Gaston in the live action Beauty and the Beast. Mm hmm. James Evan something. Anyways, he's a good actor. He's he plays like the 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 
guy that's driving the carriage and also takes the takes them to Pleasure Island. Mm-hmm. And they kind of change things there a little bit to fit in more with the story. It's a little different, but not completely. Um, Tom Hanks is kind of barely in the movie, just enough to get it set off at the beginning and set up some plot points. Yeah. Um, he, does he play Geppetto? Yes, yes, he does. Got gotcha. you. And sometimes he has an Italian accent, and sometimes he has like <laughs> something else. But either way, it doesn't matter. It's Tom Hanks. Like, yeah. we'll forgive him. <laughs> I, of of the live action movies they've done, this is my favorite. Oh, you're telling and me I'm, it's better not, than Mulan? I yeah. <laughs> Actually, I was gonna say I haven't seen Mulan, but I did see Mulan. Yes. <laughs> Everybody hates Mulan that I know of. So. Yes. And, and I didn't hate Mulan either. Like, I don't know, man. Like, when I watch things like this, I kind of forget about the original version. Mm-hmm. Kind of like with uh, the Johnny Depp Chocolate Factory movie. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, I'm watching this and comparing it to the G- the Gene Wilde. And it's like, don't, man. Like, you're going to hate it. Like, you're already going into it with the, with the sour face and angry expectations. You're going to hate this. Right? Yeah. I'm like, all right. All right, Robert Zemeckis. Tell me the story of a little wooden puppet. You know, yeah. Um, they did make the little kitten Figaro more, far more adorable in this movie than the original. <laughs> um, I mean, that's not like a selling point of the movie because he's barely in it. But still, he went full like they got like like they almost like put a little like one of those little green suits with the bubbles on it on a real kitten for some of the mannerisms. It's pretty ridiculously how adorable he is in the movie. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, if you have Disney Plus and you're just and you sitting around looking for something to watch, it's not the worst thing you could do. It's not the worst way to spend two hours. Like it, like, but if you're expecting it to be like a frame for frame retelling mm-hmm. of the original Pinocchio, then you're going to be disappointed. It'll be a bad time. Which, yes, but that's like, why are you expecting them to do a re- frame for frame remake of it when they're kind of modernizing it a little bit or retelling it from different points or you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that was never the point of these live action movies to do was to, never to do like a frame for frame reshoot. Reshoot. It's yeah. just you just hope they don't change enough to make the make it a different story. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man. Like, I got caught up in you know like the feels of the movie. When it was happy moments, I was happy. When there was sad moments, you kind of feel sad. You know what I'm saying? Like it. It took me along for the ride, and I was. I don't feel like I wasted my time. Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah. Um you uh you sent me a thing, Sean. I did send and me a thing. I did I, I started to watch a little bit of it and then I realized that like it was a very, very steep mountain that you sent me. Like you're like, hey, I can't be bothered to watch this one minute YouTube video you sent me, but hey, also you need to watch this ten hour long TV show. I Look, I was just doing research for the show. I didn't even finish this. We like we got halfway and we haven't even finished it yet, so we don't even have to go there yet and today. Is it is it is it a continuation like so I was thinking about it today. I didn't look past the first episode. Is it a continuation of the same story or is it ten different stories? Both. So in the hour long show there is there is a ma- there is a story that is going on. I'm gonna stop you for I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish, but first um we're talking about I can't hold Midnight it. Club. 
Midnight Club on the Netflix. Thank you. That holds the world record for the most jump scares, apparently, in one episode of a TV show. Really? Which I don't know who... That was in the description of the show oh, on Netflix. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I... <laughs> like, literally the words on the screen when you go to look at the show and see what it's about. That's a little... And it's like... Like... Who holds... Like, how do they count that or whatever? But anyways, yeah. so that's what we're talking about. Yes. Carry on. Yes, yes. Midnight Club on Netflix. Ten one-hour episodes. I think one of them's like 48 episodes, so... Minutes? But 48 minutes. Um, but yes, basically, these terminally ill kids go to a um, like a like a hospice that is designed for them, um, and they there's counseling and stuff, and you know there's a doc on site doctor, but it's it's designed for you know teenagers to live like you know, the last of life with others that are probably a lot more understanding and stuff. And it's like a much sadder version of like the Imaginarium or whatever, where it was the Mrs. Peregrims where like all the kids with like weird freaky abilities live mm-hmm. or um, what's that comic book that the dude from Mike um, that sang the Black Parade song that they made into a Netflix show. Gerard Way. Yeah. Um. All I know it's is like that a much he's sad. afraid of it's teenagers. A... Yes. <laughs> it is a it is a much sadder version of those things. God damn yes. it, dude. It's like the one where he's like an ape man and I don't know, man. I don't I didn't watch that shit. B stars. That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um but they're not End of World Harem. Yeah. Anyways, they're Umbrella Academy. Umbrella Academy. Oh, 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 oh. See, I haven't watched season two either of that one either. But I'm just saying this it's it, this show seems like a much sadder version of those because instead of like just having like mutant or like superpower abilities, they're just gonna die. Yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty much. So like so anyways. So there is a story going on, but part of it is that they all meet up at midnight and they drink they drink wine because they steal wine from the director and why they don't know why she doesn't know I don't know because uh, it seems kind of obvious but then they um, they tell or maybe folks, she does and they're like they're teenagers and they're gonna die anyways maybe I don't know it's only the fourth or fifth episode but they they tell each other they one of them tells a story so it's like a haunted story and then every night there's like another kind of suspenseful story that they tell. So it's like you're going into and out. And it feels like the story is always somewhat about them. So it's it's so it's like I like the way like they talk about I like I like the way that it's done. Cause it is it gets suspenseful, but it's got some really good funny parts. It's got some feels parts. It's got a little bit of everything and it's a very dynamic group with a lot of difficult conversations happening in it but it's not like in your face happening um so it's good it's got spooks it's got you know the world's record for jump scares in an episode (laughs) and other things i'm like i didn't make that claim they did yeah um uh, so after watching these four episodes, five episodes, 
Um, and we like we like watched them like three of them back to back, and then the next day we watched another two. And honestly, if uh, if uh, D was not stuck home doing homework, I probably would have been watched bench watched the whole series last weekend. So, <laughs> so I blame her. I blame her for everything. Witcher, Umbrella Academy, not finishing this one. <laughs> Spoken like a true white man, just blaming the women. <laughs> it's always the women's fault, huh? <laughs> Damn women's. Oh man, so <sighs> so I I saw that like you know you sent me the text said that you you just sent me a text like. Midnight Club, Netflix. And I'm like, all right. Like, you didn't even send me, like, you weren't even cool enough to send me the link, so I had to, like, go, like, on Netflix and, like, type words into the search bar. Make extra work for me. But, uh... Hold I on, let me, get my, like, let me get my violin out for you. Now, continue, please. Please. How that's, hard that's, it that's was. Too large of a, that's too large of a violin for how small my, problem, my, my problems are. <laughs> oh, man. So, well, I... I, I I'm like, I thought it was like an hour long and it was kind of late at night anyways for me. And by that, I mean, it was like seven, seven thirty. But then on the recommended for you front page was an anime that I hadn't heard of or seen before called Romantic Killer. And I looked and at first I thought there was only 10 episodes, but apparently there was 12. So I don't know if they added more because one of Netflix's, you know, Netflix is like, you know, they, they have a TV show. They'll play like a season. Everyone loves it. They'll put out a second season. Everyone loves that. And then they can't announce that they're canceling it because I had listened to another podcast and they were kind of talking about it, about how like at some point during the third season is when like basically everybody gets like a huge pay raise, mm-hmm. not just the crew, not, not just like the actors, but the crew and everybody. Mm-hmm. And Netflix is like being a bunch of cheap assholes and doesn't want to pay that huge bonus, like bump and pay. Yeah. Because they had like a certain, usually they'll hit a certain number of episodes. Yeah. Or something it has to do with the third season. Anyways. um. So they're just hemorrhaging members. And so, and it doesn't help. And so what, how does Netflix respond? They respond by, um, well, you know what? We'll just make people pay for sharing accounts, even though like not more than like two years ago, we were encouraging sharing accounts. <laughs> like they literally, that was like their advertising campaigns. Like love is a shared Netflix account, right? Yeah. And shit like that. But then the other thing they did, they announced is, and I don't think it's officially going to take effect until next year. But they're getting rid of like the binge model. They're going back. They're going to the slow rollout of TV shows uh, why week by is, week. And why is that? Because they want, because they don't want people to, whenever a new show comes out, subscribe, binge mm. watch it in a weekend, and then cancel their subscription. That makes sense. Like people will, will like wait until like a couple shows come out, like yeah. two or three shows, subscribe for a month, binge watch those shows, and then. So they think that'll stop people because they because they think people's desire to be like in the conversation. So like when the new episode, like the new season of like Stranger Things comes out or whatever, it's like if you don't binge it that weekend, then you're pretty much lost for the conversation because people move on after like two weeks. They're yeah, done with it. True. Like we talked about that like a month ago, man. Where have you been? Yeah, we talk about fucking anime like every fucking week. It's like the same ass shit. Talk about yeah. cha- we talked about Chainsaw twice, and there's only four episodes out. <laughs> and, and I've only watched three. <laughs> Dude, this, we- this oh, season man. is so weird for anime because it's so spread out. Like, 
it's like ep- I get like one episode or two episodes a day. So it's like I watch them and then I'm like I go for my Saturday morning binge and I'm like I don't have anything to watch. Like last season it was like I couldn't watch anything because it all came out like on Friday and Saturday. So I would literally watch yeah. like I would watch like a bunch and then on Sunday there'd be two more and then I was done. Like this season, I'm just like I get off work and I'm like, all right, let me watch Chainsaw Man and let me watch, um, you know, DIY. Like, and then like today I watched Bob Psycho and I'm like, wow, I'm already caught up on everything. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then somebody Saturday- made that point on Reddit about yeah. that about how it's like weird, like like every like like it's spread out and there's like a, like every day has an episode as opposed to like every day has something new coming out pretty much except for like versus last season or then the past where it's like everything would come out like Friday or Sunday. Yeah. So anyways, the premise of this is there's this young high school girl who has basically three things in life that she enjoys. And that's about it. And those in no particular order necessarily are chocolate video games and her cat. Mm -hmm. And so like, she'll like, like there's a scene where like in the opening where she like is running out of the convenience store to run, like getting chocolate. Mm-hmm. to munch on while she's playing video games and she ends up running into this like super hot dude and like breaking his phone mm-hmm. and she kind of encounters him throughout the episode more and so but then like as she's playing her video game this little like wizard spirit thingy comes out and basically tells her that he, she's going to part of an experiment and he's going to basically force her life to be like the romantic games that she plays um and she's like fuck that i'm not doing that and he's like all right well then i'm gonna take away the three things you love and like like it's kind of like crazy how they did it because it like it made sense in a way like like the way she got they got rid of the cat was like her parents her dad got a new job in like america so the mom and dad were gonna move out there and leave her home alone i liked how she was like but in the postal service how are you getting relocated (laughs) yes (laughs) like i I was it was, it's pretty funny how it does jam itself a little bit with some of the logic. Oh yeah, it does. And and the anim and the animation, like it's 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 kind of ridiculous, but in a good way. But yeah, she's like, you have a government job. How are you being transferred to a different country? But then, in their haste of packing, they pack the cat. Yes, cat's gone. And you know, so they run around to get chocolate. It's like manager special. All the chocolates sold out. Like just stores closed like just weird shit yeah the stores are either closed or like they had it on sale and so it's all sold out and so there's no chocolate for her to buy (laughs) oh man so basically you know there's a i've seen this term pop up on reddit and i don't understand why it's a thing Mm -hmm. but they call it the reverse harem Mm -hmm. where like where in like the like the definition of the like the 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 genre of harem anime is it said that like the main character has to be a dude, right? Yeah, like, isn't yeah. Harem just like the main character has like a tr- um, 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 montage or multiples of love interests? I, gu- I guess so. Maybe, and, maybe the maybe the uh, maybe the American version of Harem is more universal <laughs> than others. I don't, I don't know. know, but yeah, but like, know. according to people, I guess this would be a reverse Harem because. You know, she runs into, like, the hot guy at school who's kind of shy around girls and stuff. And when you get later on, man, like, the last couple episodes get a little dark with him. Mm -hmm. Like, there's, like, it goes from, like, being super lighthearted to being, like, oh, shit, this kind of got a little real and, like, scary. Oh, boy. Like, what's going on? Yeah. Um, 
involving him. And then, of course, you know, there's the guy that, like, later on, the next guy shows. It does not take us nearly as long as that fucking labyrinth anime for the harem to show up. <laughs> um, but one of them is like um, the childhood friend, and she's like thinking like um, that the uh, wizard like just implanted all these false memories in him because he's she's like I don't remember this dude and then something she ends up running into like friends from then like yeah. they went to a different high school yeah and they're like oh remember that guy that used to play video games with you and she they said his name and she's like holy shit that guy was a childhood friend but he was kind of like <laughs> like plain looking and like a little overweight you know what i'm saying and yeah. stuff and so like he got like like hot yeah Basically, but she's like, I don't know this guy at all. Muy caliente. And then uh, there's one point where she's like, oh, misses her alarm. And she's like running late. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm going to be late. And then she's kind of like thinking, she's like, wait, where have I, where is, this scene is very familiar to something. She's like, oh, God. She's like, okay. She's like, I'm going to get, like, she's like, it's from this game where the, the main character is like eating a donut or something and like running down Piece the street. Of toast. A piece of toast. Eating a piece of toast and running down the street and gets hit by a car. And she's like, oh, thank God I'm not eating a piece of toast. I'm safe. <laughs> and then still gets hit by a car. And then, like, the hot prince gets out of the... hot rich dude gets out of the car eating a piece of toast. And she's like, no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, yes, dude, if you have Netflix, like, there's minimal, like, barely any anime shit in this as far as, like, um, fan service... Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's almost like set up to be like a real TV show. Yeah. With just the weird drawings, like her facial reactions to things, the way they draw her face, like reacting to stuff is just yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> like it has the anime shit, in, but in a good way where like stuff that human beings can't physically do. Yeah. What did you think of the show? I mean, I've only watched. Bit you watch. I mean, I watched one episode. I thought it was. I thought it was uh, entertaining. I thought it started. Uh, I I thought it was a little weak at first, and then like once it started getting into it, I was like, okay, like I was like, all right. I was like, I definitely want to watch more of this and see like where it goes. So and yeah, it definitely. And Quattro's also recommended the show literally like to me last last weekend, and I was like, that's funny. So it was just kind of like perfect coincidence i i saw it on the thing i was like i was like did i tell him to put it on there i was like and then i was like man it's just a coincidence he watched a show that watchers also recommended so it can't it has to be pretty decent if we got two people st sticking up for it yeah it's it definitely kind of starts a little slow because it's like you don't know where it's going so that's part of the reason why it starts a little slow you're like yeah. what's 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 going on here what are they doing why are they doing it what are the what's the premise kind of a thing yeah. um but once it gets rolling once they kind of set up the premise and they start introducing the characters and the players um all the characters are likable it's not like a thing where like anybody's necessarily like um they're on can't, you know, like you're like talking to them and you're like ah oh, just get away from this person kind of you know yeah like this person fucking is annoying um <laughs> Yeah, if you have if you have Netflix, man, and you're looking for a, a decent anime that doesn't uh, that that anybody that you can watch and not have to worry about anybody walking into the room at any time and be embarrassed and be like, I swear to God, this is the first scene where they've done this. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yes, uh, romantic killer. 
And, I, and before when we, we were talking before the show, like I said, I always get that song to, uh, from the Talking Head, Psycho Killer, bah, 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 whenever <laughs> I read the title. But still. Boom. That's it. Boom. You know, it's also a killer. At the end of this fucking episode, we're done. Good riddance. We're out of here. Make sure you follow us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, all those fantastic places, Facebook, Instagram, untapped. Make sure you check out all those things. It's almost the end of the year. It's almost the holiday season. We're also coming up on episode 250. You know, if we were a good if we were good podcasters, we'd have a good plan for 250. But you know us, we're just over here fucking around. So make sure you stick around With, uh... for that. Yeah, hopefully um, we have like a month to maybe figure something out because it's not going to happen until next year anyway, so we're yeah. good. Yeah. Don't be surprised if there's episode 249.5 or 251. <laughs> <laughs> Might just screw you over until next year, but... Or just take an early break because right. we're lazy. hey <laughs> Thanks again, everybody, for listening. You guys take care. We'll see you next time. Later. <laughs>